And so I went and got, like, Pizza Most Frozen. But, of course, I got, like, cheap Pizza Most Frozen and, like, dolled it up with some shit. But it was uh, Jack's brand. And uh, to quote Kevin Malone from The Office, it is like a hot circle of garbage. <laughs> it is the worst fucking... Uh, oh, man, is like appalling. I, I mean, I threw a bunch of, like, mushrooms and uh, black olives at it and extra meat and extra cheese. And the crust is just an unredeemable thing. Like, just I might as well just cut out cardboard and put pizza toppings on it. Take the cardboard for, that it comes on? Yeah, might as well. It did. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I guess it did come with cardboard. Maybe. Yeah, I don't you know. gotta take that off before you eat it. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names with guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Anyway, uh, I guess welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. How the West Was Fucked. There we go. Um, so, uh, last week we were talking about Bloody Bill Anderson and his fucking terrorist ass. Bloodiness. Yeah, and his yep. bloodiness. Terrorist is um, a... That's apropos. Yeah. I mean, there's really no other way to describe the kind of shit they're pulling because it's not like simple like warfare and it's not simple like robbery it's like cutting off noses and scalps and everything else or have we got to any nose cutting yet i don't I think remember. that's uh during that big battle that Sin- they have. did we do uh <clears throat> okay was well, the last one you talked about was that supposed to be centralia no, no, that's okay. the one coming up. I, I, that was, that was the say, one. That was the one where the the he shot him off his horse and then fucking cut his head off and shit. Well, that's where the other guy. That's where like Tiny Tim McGillicuddy or whatever the fuck the name's guy, like, <laughs> Little Art, Little Archie. Oh yeah, whatever was like stabbing a corpse and shit and like yeah, you like that? You fucking like that? Ah! Oh, such a brave guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. all these dudes like just shooting. Yeah, a lot of times we keep on being remiss. Well, we did mention a little bit, like, they killed, like, the whole army band and shit. Like, a lot of times when they're killing Union troops, they're not armed. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of this. Sometimes they are, but mostly they're not. Mostly when they're killing most people, they're kind of unarmed in a lot of cases. Anyway, I don't know where you left off, Will, but, uh... Well, after, uh, the mopping guy cuts off the head, uh, they're still going oh, down yeah, the road. Mopping. Uh, they're still dressed in Union blues, and there they meet a young man riding a mule. So they ask him, uh, "What's what are you? As in, what side are you on?" Well, of course. So the young man, seeing that they were in Union uniforms, he says, "I'm for the Union." Usually, Bloody Bill would just have shot him then, but he decided to have some fun. So instead, the bushwhackers strip him and whip him again with switches. God damn it! Back to the fucking Waffle House again. Strip and whipping. Then they took the reins of the mule and tied the young man around the neck of the mule. Uh, and then they expected the mule to dash off after they tried to scare it, strangling the young man. 
but the mule only went a few feet and then stopped. <laughs> so they're yelling and pushing the mule to no avail. God damn it. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> fucking weird. This isn't working. While the dude's just it. like tied around the neck, laying on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually they just take off, leaving the young man to die, but he survives to tell the tale. God damn. It doesn't sound like, other than the stripping and whipping, it doesn't sound like they actually hurt him that bad because the whole Not really. mule dragger thing didn't work. But... Yeah, we, we tied a noose around his neck and then we yelled at a mule for about 20 minutes and then we just gave up. So instead of, instead of like scalping him like we did the three old ladies like last week, we just took off. So Bill takes a vacation from murder in mid-August. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's going to... I don't know if it's the whole European thing where you take a whole month off. Sure. Sabbatical. All right, everybody, wrap it up. Summer break. I'll see you in Cancun. Yep. Sandals Jamaica. out for summer. (laughs) Yeah. Spring break. Uh, So his reputation is kind of the king of the bushwhackers now, so it attracts a few new recruits. One of them was Frank James and his 16-year-old brother, Jesse. Yep, which Frank uh, had already been, uh, he had rode with Frank before, because Frank was with uh, Quantrill, Quantrill. Yep. but Quantrill would not take Jesse, because Jesse was too young for the, you know, for the murdering, in, in Oh, Quantrill opinion. wouldn't take him, okay. I was yeah, gonna Quantrill say, wouldn't take him. Yeah, I was gonna Billy Bill don't give a fuck. No, not one fuck given, yeah. but Quantrill, you know, he's a man of principle, and won't, <laughs> won't hire a 14-year-old or whatever. Put yeah. a knife in that toddler's hand. Get him yeah. over here. All right, son, this is how you scalp an old lady. Yeah. So Bill's gang doubles its size to more than 100. Uh, a lot of them were Jaeger's men who disbanded after Jaeger was killed in July. Dick Jaeger. Um, yep. When a man call uh, that was called a desperado tried to join, Bloody Bill turned him down saying that he heard that he was a coward. So that man punches Bill in the face and knocks him down. Instead of shooting him, Bloody Bill had him uh, sworn in in the group. Oh. <laughs> I Pri- like your gumption. Prison yeah, gang yeah, style. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we're uh, not hiring any Desperados. We're, I don't know if you know, but we're bushwhackers. You claim to be a Desperado. I don't see the overlap. Uh, uh, skill sense. Yeah. Uh, August 12th, Bloody Bill takes up killing again. Uh, he routed a militia and killed its captain and four men. So the Union Army sets off after him with 150 militiamen. They found Bill's trail. Uh, Along the way, one soldier was trampled by a horse and one scalped and had his throat cut. The militia's advance, company of 50 men, stopped to water their horses. Then the bushwhackers jumped from their brush, firing. Uh, The militia retreated only to be shot at by the rest of the militia who thought they were bushwhackers. (laughs) So that militia loses 15, and the Bushwhackers only one. But along the way, uh, Little Archie and Anderson were wounded. Jesse James was seriously wounded and shot through the chest. He had to be left uh, with a Confederate family to heal, so he misses a little bit of time. Uh, Next two weeks, Bill would attack the area with uh, the Union Army in pursuing him. Uh, Still, the uh, Unionists were outgunned and asked for better guns. Uh, August 28th, the 4th Missouri State Militia were out looking for the bushwhackers when they found them. They followed two horsemen into a trap. There, the militia had more than a dozen killed or wounded. 
the bushwhackers swarm over seven wounded soldiers. They stripped them, stabbed one in the heart, slit the throats of the others, and they either castrated or scalped or did both to all of them. Fuck. Then they hung one in a tree and skinned him as a message. Jesus Christ. What do you suppose that message was, Will? Uh, like, they like, they be treating you like deer? Yeah. yeah, like, well, what is it, like, don't be in Missouri or don't be in Kansas or don't be a union guy or don't be a civilian or just don't. Don't be. Don't, don't be. be. The famous Beatles song. Don't be. <laughs> yeah, don't be. I was thinking of a Nike swoosh. It's just like, <laughs> don't be. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I just imagine them like after hanging him in a tree and skinning him and shit. It's like they fucking pull his spine out and they're like running around with like five spines hanging off their fucking backpack like the goddamn predator. This is Tony Pope, live from L.A. Cynthia Pier. The psycho vigilante killer continues his daily diet for murder. Bodies strung out, bodies with the skins ripped off, the hearts torn from the cadavers. And just recently, King Willie, the drug lord, the vicious drug lord found in an alley just around the corner with his head cut off and his spinal column torn from the body, a fitting demise to the Prince of Powder. Oh, you're not, you're not far off. We haven't discussed, like... Oh, no. Uh, oh, I'm, God, sure I'm gonna will, stop but... talking. <laughs> I'm making this shit happen by saying it. All right, let's move on. So they scatter again. Bloody Bill taking 28 men to Friendly Roachport, uh, which is a good, good name for Porter Roaches. They kind of take another vacation there. It's kind of his last one, though. They were getting drunk and staying that way. Yeah. They'd also hang out by the Missouri River and just shoot at passing boats. <laughs> forcing them to turn back. Uh, they collected, quote, taxes from the locals. So it wasn't mandatory, but it helped if you didn't want to be castrated or God hung from a tree it. and skinned. Yeah. Not going to force you to do it. We're just going to... You can do whatever you want, but I will I mean, skin you alive. Yeah, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, September 12th, five of Anderson's men were collecting taxes. Uh, they took refuge in a barn during the rainstorm, so the local militia come looking for the bushwhackers. Uh, the black servant simply pointed to the barn <laughs> and then runs away. Uh, the two bushwhackers come out, and they're immediately shot. Uh, three tried to escape, but they were shot too. They thought one of them was Bloody Bill, but were disappointed to find out that it wasn't. But Bloody Bill takes the news of this hard, and he cries. What? But what? as same as he did with the death of his family, his coping me mechanism was just going out and killing again. Oh, yeah. So to September 23rd, a wagon train guarded by 80 militiamen were jumped by the bushwhackers. The militia ran. Most escaped. Uh, unknown number killed or wounded. Uh, Twelve just simply threw up their hands. <laughs> That's a terrible I'm gonna, idea. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be one of those guys. I don't even want to run. I'm too tired. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they burned and pillaged the wagon train. Then the bushwhackers scatter again. Uh, a group of seven was killed, but one Cave Wyatt was taken prisoner. So remember Cave Wyatt. Cave Wyatt. Um, Anderson met another group of bushwhackers on the road. It was Todd. 
Whoa. Hey, what's Whoa. up, man? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. It's Todd. Hey, I know. Hey. Uh, Quantrill was along, too, even though he wasn't in charge at the time. Uh, they wanted to team up and take out uh, Fayette, the town of Fayette. Quantrill objected. It's pronounced Fayette, but sure. Fayette. It's like uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yep. Oh. And in French, it's Lafayette. Oh. Yep. Yeah. A lot of stuff was made uh, named after him. He was a... Lafayette, yeah. Uh, f- famous guy that uh, helped us out during Revolutionary. the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Ah. Like, like Sarah Fowle did a whole ass book about him and his like celebrity and everything, which... Actually, I haven't read. Now that I think about it, because I'm not coming up with any good facts about Fayette or Lafayette. So, yeah. Uh, I think he uh, didn't he train the army. Something like that. Well, it's him and and they kind of looked past his uh, homosexuality and. Well, I thought that was uh, von Steuben too. That was von like, Steuben. Yeah, oh, maybe that was. I von remember that. That was the episode where I learned that uh, where what bivouac was. Where well, we're experts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just remember that when you're listening to this. That's why they got me on, so they look so they look smart. Yeah, we gotta it's find really, somebody that knows really, less than we it's do. Really, really paying off right now. Yeah. <laughs> Energy, power, hydration, pungency. Bronson Swagger. Wallow is extreme hydration fortified with our proprietary energy blend of caffeine, nicotine, salt, and the highest fructose corn syrup legally allowed by the United States of America. Together with our exciting new liquid smoke technology and real pieces of jerky, Wallow is available in a variety of great flavors like bison, buffalo, beefalo, and New England blue crab. Wallow the stampede you swallow. A Bronson Swagger Company. Get your 31 pack of Wallow from Sequoia and Swagger today and unleash the stampede. Okay. It worked. Are we unfrozen now? Yeah. Now we're unfrozen. Unfrozen caveman lawyer. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. He used to be a caveman. gives you gas for those times when you feel like being the joker and by national escort service if we don't get a prostitute to your door within 15 minutes you don't pay and by happy fun ball still legal in 16 states it's happy it's fun it's happy fun ball and now tonight's episode of unfrozen caveman lawyer uh whatever you said there well we'll I'll find out later. Anyway, Quantrill objects and leaves. So this was the... uh, Oh, this is when they ride in and they shoot a... They ride in in their Union uniforms. Um, They were about to surprise the town, but there was a trigger-happy guy shooting a black guy in a Union uniform. Jesus Uh, Christ. (laughs) (sighs) 
So they had bad losses at this battle. Uh, they couldn't avenge their dead friends, and they resolved to redeem this humiliation as soon as possible. Well, yeah, because the main thing, okay, why, Contri- why Quantrill didn't want to attack it is he knew the town had a fort in it. And so as soon as Dipshit McGee decided to, like, kill the one guy, well, that, of course, alerted all the soldiers who then ran directly to the fucking fort, mm. which is about the time you should not attack. He's like, oh, fuck, they're in the fort now. Fuck this. Call it, do it another day. But no one said they tried to attack the fucking fort. And that's why they got their asses handed to so They threw because... a rock at the hornet's nest and then tried to fist fight all the bees when they came out? Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Only in this case, the bees go inside and just shoot stingers out from inside the hive, I guess. You yeah. Know. But yeah. So they want to make a, make it up by going to Centralia. Yay. Yay. And I not, to, never... not to Chehalis or... Oh, I was going to yeah, say, I... this is not Washington. I was going to oh. say, every every time I read Centralia, I'm like, oh, I can go to Country Cousins and get some, <laughs> get some good breakfast, you know. Matrix Coffee House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually played a show there. Do they I still there. have shows there? I played there a couple of times. Yeah. That was um, the Rat City Ruckus show there. That was the show when, um, like, I drove the van and had all the guys in the back. And uh, they kind of they all fucked off for a half an hour and then came back. This is like before the show, and they all start acting real, real weird. And then we're on stage, and Dustin's just laughing his ass off the whole time while he's playing drums. Brett is hiding behind. First, he was hiding behind me on stage while we were playing, and then he's hiding, trying to get behind his bass amplifier and hiding behind that. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And we we finish the show and we're loading out. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys on? He's like, oh, we we all dosed a bunch of mushrooms, man. Like. Uh, you know, tw- an hour before the show, I was like, "God damn it!" And then uh, Brett was in in the alley behind the place, like taking a pee on a wall. It's like an old brick building, and there's a hole at the bottom that he didn't see. And apparently, it's like rain gutter uh, spout. It uh-huh. just comes out of a brick brick hole. And uh, he's peeing on the wall, and then a bunch of water comes out of the fucking hole. And he's like, holy shit, the building's trying to pee on me. <laughs> he, he thought since he was pissing on the building that it trying to get back at him or some shit. Awesome. Yeah, we had a good time. I, that makes sense. I, I also like the idea of Brett trying to hide behind you since he's, he's about twice your massive. fucking size. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that was the best part. It's like he's trying to hide behind a fucking like half stack, which he's like, you know, twice the size of. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yep. Always a good idea. Excellent. <laughs> so, this is Missouri, though. September 27th, 1864. In the morning, Bloody Bill and company ride into town. Some drifted into homes and demanded breakfast. Some just start looting. Uh, they find some shoes on a train, which is a bonus. They also find some whiskey. There you go. And, of course, they all become wildly drunk. Uh, about an hour or so later, the bushwalkers see a dust cloud approach. This was the stage. The bushwhackers rode out to rob it. Uh, Bill had no worry of a union attack. Uh, a train was supposed to be a town at 1130. So Bill and others ride outside of town and they were, uh, they were going to give notice if it was a, a strong union guard on the train, but it was very unlikely. Are they still dressed in Union uh, outfits? Or do we Probably. know that? Yeah. As the train neared Centralia, the conductor saw men in blue uniforms. Yes, they were. Oh, there you go. They were stacking ties onto the track. Uh, but those were the bushwhackers. 
Which, yeah, well, stacking ties onto the track is not conducive to making the train go better, for sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of the opposite. Nope. It's, it's, yeah. So you could either reverse, but before you'd have to do that, you'd have to come to a stop first. Which ain't fucking happening. They, that would give time to, for the bushwhackers to come aboard. So the conductor opens the throttle. Fuck yeah, Casey Fuck Jones, yeah. that shit. <laughs> Lean in, bitch. Re- Lean in. Wreck of the old 97, this motherfucker. Yeah. Fury Road but style. The brake man started to set the brakes, and the train began to slow because he didn't get the. Because he was behind or something. Fucking brakeman. So the bushwhackers boarded the train. Uh, aboard the train, there were some soldiers going home on leave, but they didn't have any weapons along with them. Oh, God damn it. And finally, the train does stop just short of the ties. So the bushwhackers opened fire on the train. Then they went about robbing the train. They hey, were asked train, if any. Give me all your money, train. <laughs> what do you got, train? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they asked if there were any soldiers on board. Uh, they were, but they were unarmed. So the passengers were ordered off the train. Uh, Bloody Bill ordered the soldiers separated, and they were forced to strip. Oh, God damn it, I knew it was fucking coming. Then a shot, and one of the bushwhackers had recognized a passenger who once testified against him and almost got him hung. But the first shot missed. Uh, then he was pulled out, and then shot numerous times. Uh, Bloody Bill ordered that the depot, warehouses, and some cars set on fire, then rides away. Uh, The soldiers were lined up in front of the store, and they were asked if they had a sergeant in their ranks. A man named Goodman stepped forward. You see what happens? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry. Uh, they were going to save him to trade for Cave Wyatt. Then they shoot the remaining 23 soldiers with revolvers, all except for a guy named Val Peters, who charged the bushwhackers, who knocked down the several, then ducked underneath the train and slid underneath the platform. Goddamn, that's some Jason Bourne shit there. Yeah, buck-ass naked, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> fuck. Well... Uh, just because they said stripped doesn't mean they made them take off because, you know, everybody always had, like, the stupid long johns on. Oh, mm-hmm. sure, sure. So they surround the burning depot, and he comes out brandishing a piece of firewood, knocked down a few more before he's finally cut down by revolver fire and Jesus 20 bullets Christ. in him. Oh, that my God, dude. fucking around, though. That's, a, that's some epic fucking Rambo shit. <laughs> yep. so I, I imagine him coming out of a burning building with a burning piece of wood, just fucking knocking <laughs> these fuckers in the head. Punk, yep. punk, punk, punk. Probably slightly burning himself. You yeah, know, totally. Like hair smoking and, yeah. Like a dick flapping around. <laughs> uh, Bloody Bill tells the conductor to open the whistle, then the throttle, then jump out. He ordered the townsfolk to clear any way, any way railroad ties from the track. Then they set the rest of the train on fire and yelled, give her hell, and off the train went on its own. <laughs> so basically they just send down the tracks a, a unoccupied, blown train. Jesus Christ. So this is literally some shit you do like with uh, Hot Wheels cars and fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of like... Totally. That kind of shit. I like uh, 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 just one little note that I got. Uh, it was on... Uh, 
a snippet from uh, the American Experience website from PBS. Um, this was described at, uh, by one eyewitness as a carnival of blood. Jesus Christ. Carnivals are scary enough because of the carnies. But yeah. Also also from the same uh, article, they talk a little bit about uh, 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 Tiny Archie or Little Archie. Uh, he was known to authorities often as Bill Anderson's scalper and also head devil. Fuck. Now, when I first read it, I thought they meant like head devil, like he's the devil that comes and gets your head, which... That could be too. Not, not inappropriate, but I think they just meant like... Top Mead devil king, yeah, right. But uh, that's the thing is, uh, it talks about how uh, uh, Jesse James uh, thought he was like one of the noblest boys and the most promising military boy of this age. Oh, and, uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! So that shows you a little <laughs> bit about you know Jesse James when you were talking last week a little bit. You mentioned Jesse James being like a comic book character. He kind of was turned into that, yeah, because like. Uh, but no, um, he, like one of his role models is Stabby McMidget Pants and um, <laughs> you know, Little Arch, Bloody Bill, yeah. So and car- Carnival or yeah, Carnival of Blood. Car- the, sounds the Carnival like, of Blood with the head scalper and the Carnival of Blood sounds like a uh, it's like a crossover album with like fucking uh, Slayer and uh, ICP. I was gonna say like ICP and Guar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or just or just Guar. Or just Guar. I guess Guar I mean, is a carnival just, of blood. Yeah, carnival of fake blood. Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> no tipper gore. Really it's not real. Like that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, also it's not the, the last time I'll be called tipper gore. Thank you. <laughs> Since we're still talking about Centralia, yeah, they didn't just like shootilate these bodies. Uh, there was like heads getting smashed in with like rifle butts. Disembowelments happening, noses being removed. Like they really did the number on, especially these Union soldiers that were all like on their way home on leave. Like that just kind of sucks so bad. Yeah, two days to retirement. Uh, uh, <laughs> once again, for the American experience, uh, uh, site it says it was said that no Union soldier ended up with the same head he had begun the day with. Meaning, like, <laughs> so are they sw- swapping them around and stitching uh, them back on? Uh, well, I don't know mm-hmm. if they're switching them back on, but they're probably kind of like paper dolling that shit or like kind of Mr. Potato Heading it. Fuck. Like, God damn oh, it. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not Mr. Potato Head anymore. It's just Potato Head. Potato Heading it. Yeah. And yeah, now all the Republicans are freaking out because apparently potatoes have genders and it's wrong not to call it <laughs> Mr. I love the original Mr. Potato Head didn't even come with a body. Like, you had to supply your own He's potato. potato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's in the new Stuff You Should Know book. You have a, you have a playmate for a couple days and then a tasty meal. Yeah. You know, that gives you botulism. We are going to eat your friend. Salmonella. <laughs> so, Bloody Bill and Company go off with uh, the Sergeant Goodman riding naked on a mule. Uh, shortly after leaving, they hear another train coming. This was just a construction train, so that was robbed too. And a soldier was laid on the tracks, and the conductor was ordered to run over his corpse over again and again to oh the bushwhacker's delight. Fucking God, dude. Also, stick him up! Give me all your drywall! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are those roofing nails? Oh, shit, yeah. Mmm, <laughs> shingles. So Union troops ride in, 
this is after the uh, bushwhackers leave, find the devastation. So they kind of ride after them. They have 115 of them. A because they want to. A because they want to catch them. And B, because nobody in their right mind wants to stay behind in that town and have to clean that shit up. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, so at open plain, the Bushwhackers come out to fight. Uh, the Bushwhackers advance at a march. Uh, the Union's kind of letting them come to them. Uh, they wanted to come down at long range before they got there in pistol range, because most of the Bushwhackers had pistols, because they were mounted. But, holy shit, because more Bushwhackers come out of the the surrounding bush and the union commander walked into the trap it's a trap it's a trap uh, so now yeah because the union guys okay like like you saying they got bushwhackers on foot walking with pistols towards a bunch of union guys with their uh i'm assuming their single shot springfields and so they're all dismounted so they can shoot better and then uh all of a sudden holy shit more bushwhackers on horseback with pistols probably in each hand which is like getting attacked by an airplane in those days. Yeah. You know, you know, you ain't doing shit. So Bloody Bill saw some of the soldiers throw down their weapons and head for the rear, which is always a good sign. Then the bushwhackers charge. Uh, the soldiers, the Union soldiers, fire a ragged volley. Some didn't even fire at all. Most of them high. Only two or three bushwhackers fell. The rest kept a coming. Uh, they headed straight for the horse holders and shot them one by one. Uh, the bushwhackers surround the soldiers and gun them all down. Most of them threw up their arms and gave up. A few flee back towards Centralia and warn the group of Union soldiers, soldiers left there. They only left behind like 20 or so. But most took off and hid. Uh, oh, yeah. One hid in an outhouse and was asked to come out. Said, uh, you wouldn't be harmed. I'm not done yet. Of course yet. he, yeah. Occupied. <laughs> Somebody's in here. <laughs> of course he comes out and was shot to shit. Oh, wow. And they're liars too. Oh, no time. respect. Uh, back at the battleground, Dave Poole counted the dead by jumping from corpse to corpse. Like he's uh, playing like hot lava? Yep. <laughs> or like... <laughs> Uh, Todd's brother, Thomas Todd, a Baptist preacher, yelled at him, telling him that it was inhuman. Dave Poole replied, if they are dead, I can't hurt them. (laughs) Dozen or so soldiers were scalped, some eyes taken out, ears and noses too, some whole heads were just mushed. Some had no heads, or hands, or feet. One had its genitals cut off and stuffed in its mouth, which is always a good mood. His contorted face implied it happened while he was still alive. Jesus. So this is more than 100 soldiers killed, two bushwhackers killed, and 10 wounded. So this is pretty much a rout. Yeah, well, that's why it's called the Centralia Massacre, not the Centralia Slumber slumber Party. (laughs) Everyone's asleep. So they march through the night, and they sleep about three hours. Then they rest about noon the next day. This is the Bushwhackers. Uh, Their rest was broken by artillery shells falling around them. Oh, shit. Now the Bushwhackers were caught in a trap. Uh, Can't walk out. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, The Bushwhackers uh, rode to the top of the hill and saw the surrounded by bluecoats. 
the bushwhackers scatter in every direction. So for hours, this is kind of game of hide-and-seek. Finally, late in the afternoon, the bushwhackers made it to Perch Hills. Uh, Bloody Bill found a camp of fellow whackers, including George Todd. Is this a whacking camp? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot were still drunk. Uh, they decided to scatter and meet back up later. So at this time, Sergeant Goodman, the, the naked guy strapped to a donkey, escapes at this time, makes it back to Union lines to tell this tale. At the same time as Centralia, Sterling Price and his army of 7,000 were repulsed by Thomas Ewing's 1,000 soldiers, thus canceling the plans of Price sweeping into St. Louis and into Missouri in Jefferson City. Um, so he didn't even bother to attack because he was so beaten. Right. Well, and Price, uh, what, wait, yeah, because Price, yeah, Price was the Confederate general, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he wanted to, like, retake Missouri and all that shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was the former governor of Missouri. So he outnumbered everybody by 6,000 dudes, but they got their ass handed to him? Mm-hmm. That tells me that at this point, yeah, the, uh, the Union Army is no longer fucking around, and you actually have, like, proper Union Army there. Yeah. Instead of, like, yeah... So in Boonville, he thought he'd get more recruits, but he was disappointed again. Instead of a large group of volunteers, he gets just a trickle. Dick trickle. I was just going to say dick trickle. Some of Price's troops were conscripts from Arkansas, so they didn't care if they robbed and insulted the citizens of Missouri. Um, Doesn't matter that many of the victims were pro-Confederacy. So now Price is kind of a beaten man beaten by the Union and beaten by his own citizens of Missouri, who didn't step up for him, at least according to him. At least uh, Bloody Bill comes. Um, Price was in the middle of pardoning some Union prisoners. Uh, Bloody Bill rode up as men shouted to shoot the sons of bitches. Because <laughs> they're rational, reasonable people. Yep. Right. Price ordered them away. Bloody Bill rode up to where Governor Reynolds and General Price were. Uh, they saw the scalps hanging off his saddle, so they were not impressed by that. And so that's what we were talking about, Tony, when you were talking about him, like, ripping out uh, spinal columns like the Predator and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they well, didn't do that because that's cumbersome. You can't be riding around with that. But, yeah, generally their horses were covered with, like, ears and scalps. Oh, sweet. And shit like that. So, Joe, yeah. Joe Stack style. Yeah. But Price still keeps him around anyway. Tells him to attack the Northern Missouri Railroad to destroy a bridge at St. Charles County. Price also sends Quantrill out to destroy the Hannibal and St. Joseph Railroad. Um, Bloody Bill did hit the railroad but did not take out the bridge. Uh, Still spent most of the time looting. But for some reason went to Glasgow. Probably not Scotland, probably Missouri. I was going to say, it's a hell of a horse ride. (laughs) Um, maybe somebody told him that there was a very rich banker that lived there, though. Uh, Bloody Bill breaks into his house, uh, with his orderly, whom he called Weasel. Kashmir Rajneesh, why don't you just chill? No, but still. Link and I are cruising the mountain, bro, and we figure we's a little juice. No, we think the juice. We's the juice. No, 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 we think the juice. 
So they sat at his dinner table getting drunk while he forced his wife to fetch her husband upstairs. The baker was Benjamin Lewis. He came down. Bloody Bill told him if he were to give him all his money, he'd live. Lewis got $1,000 and gave it to Bloody Bill. Uh, But Bloody Bill heard earlier that Quantrell just earlier managed to score $21,000. Lewis said that that's all he had. Uh, Bloody Bill just got up and buffaloed Lewis, which means just pistol whip him, basically. Yep, Yep. pistol whip. And demanded the money and kicked him and jumped up and down on him like a mattress. Oh, great. Uh, Bloody Bill forced the pistol down Lewis's throat, ripping it, and out pumped out a bunch of blood. Uh. Then they raped a 12-year-old black servant girl. After that, they asked him for money again to no avail. Then they took him outside and had his horse trample Lewis. Uh, Bloody Bill told the women of the house that if he had $5,000, he would stop. They went to go get it from the banker that Quantrill had robbed for the $21,000. They left Lewis to suffer, who finally died of his wounds February 2nd, 1866 of... So two years later, almost. Oh fuck me! And Ander- Anderson also uh, had later in- or had indicated that he was mad that like uh, Lewis used to be a slave owner and he was pissed that he freed his slaves. Anderson was. Oh. So there's the part. There's that too. But in actually that five thousand dollars, supposedly, like you said, that banker was already tapped out from Quantrill taking the twenty one thousand. Yeah. So they kind of just did like. Pass the hat around town and to like try to come like, up with the five grand so they fuck yeah, off. Yeah, came up with five grand from like their neighbors and shit. Yeah, Jesus man, <laughs> no, no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Nope, what a beautiful but, world. Uh, <laughs> October 27th, 1864. So, Bloody Bill has separated from Price's army, it has nothing to do with him. That was good for Bloody Bill since they were routed by Union forces a few days before. So he's heading southward again. There's also rumor that George Todd had been killed. Oh, no, Um, man. (laughs) Now they have Lieutenant Colonel Samuel Cobb Cox after Bloody Bill. Uh, They find him at Albany. Uh, Cox formed some skirmish lines and waited for the charge. These were actually experienced militia with actual decent rifles, and they pick off the bushwhackers at about 100 yards. Oh, shit. Uh, But the bushwhackers keep coming and charge until they get within about 40 yards, uh, where they kind of floundered, but two riders kept coming. Well, that's... Okay, it sounds crazy that, like, Anderson and those guys would charge this, but A, it's worked for them before, and B, once they are starting to charge and they're starting to get picked up, you have two choices. You can turn around and ride away while they continue to pick you the fuck off, mm-hmm. or you can try to get them to, like, break their lines and run away or, like, freak them out so they can't hit you as accurately anymore. Sure. So it seems crazy that they're kind of, like, kamikaze this shit, but it's either do that or you're going to get shot in the back. Well, they, I mean, at this anyway. point, they probably feel fucking invincible, like... All the yeah. atrocities they've been doing and getting away with—it's like well, and they're just 
uh, I don't think they really gave much of a fuck anyway. I don't yeah. think um, they, I don't think any of them had any illusions that they were like making it out of this shit alive. They were just gonna kill until they were right. killed. You sure. know, you're not like you're not like quitting after this and going and becoming a, a green grocer. Yeah, well, I got my five you know, grand like, from that town, so uh, open yeah, up a hardware store. Yeah. So, yep. Anyway, they're charging. Uh, so two riders keep going, but their horses kind of veer left, and they were both shot. The leader was face down in the mud. Uh, a bullet had blown away part of his skull. Turning the body over, the militiamen saw it was no ordinary bushwhacker. Uh, they found on the body Price's orders to Bloody Bill. So it was Bloody Bill Anderson. Oh, shit. His. Which, that's the uh, the picture I, uh, I I put you a picture on uh, chat there. I saw it. He's so. uh, They got his body propped up in a chair. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like Phil. Kind of. Uh, I like how his hair is like sticking straight up like he got electrocuted or something. Well, it's because it's probably full of blood, which is a great... Oh, there's that. For hair, hair gel. Sure, sure. You know. <laughs> Life hack out there if any of you guys need it. <laughs> Rosie up them cheeks, and I guess jizz is not as good. Or, well, and also, he's probably had a lot of natural hair oils going on because of all the oh, yeah. murder, murder and raping and mutilating. Not Same. a lot of time for bathing, I'm, I'm yep. assuming. Nope. Rape makes you real sweaty. Oh, gross. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Are you lonely since your wife was captured by Apache Raiders? Well, she was probably gang raped and scalped and killed, so it's time to move on. Log into SettlersOnly.com, the Wild West most premierest dating site. There's plenty of eligible mates out there since the smallpox killed half our wagon train. You don't have to toughen cholera at settlersonly.com. So, of course, Bill's corpse was put on display and photographed in Richmond, Missouri. That's where they also buried him in the cemetery. Later that night, some militiamen came to pay their respects by spitting and urinating on Bill's grave. Yay! All right. <laughs> so, little Archie Clements takes command of the operation of the Bushwhackers and still keeps it going, even after this shit. Uh, Jim Anderson, his brother, called the group, his group, Anderson's Avengers. Um, now, federal troops would kill civilians who helped bushwhackers instead of just keeping them captive. Not till November did the activity actually slow down. Um, Quantrell heads to Kentucky, taking Frank and Jesse James. Jesse, on the way, decides to go to Texas with little Archie and Jim Anderson and pass the winter down there. But while they waited down there, the Confederacy collapsed. In the spring, Archie and Jim went back to Missouri and started raiding again. General Grenville Dodge and Colonel Chester Harding, uh, they went to go after the Bushwhackers again. Uh, Dave Poole, who took over for Todd after he surrendered, but uh, Archie and Jim were also still on the loose. Uh, but their gangs were kind of dwindling, Instead of surrender, they would go back to Texas. 
Quantrill was killed in Kentucky. By July, all the bushwhacking had stopped. Uh, a lot of them didn't go straight. A lot of them become outlaws and start robbing banks. Who do you think that would, one might be? Oh, yeah. Fucking the James Younger gang. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the Younger brothers riding with, or at least Cole was riding with these guys, too. Yep. Uh, it got so bad that the governor ordered all men of military age to sign up for the militia. Archie Dave Poole and about 25 former bushwhackers, as a joke, went to Lexington to sign up. <laughs> Hardy har har. <laughs> the garrison commander wasn't amused and told them to leave. They did, but Archie and a friend went to the saloon. The commander sent a squad to go arrest him. They showed up, and little Archie ran out the back door and mounted his horse and galloped out. But the commander had stationed riflemen at the courthouse for such occasion, and little Archie was shot multiple times. Ooh, no. There you go. But the night, night, bank robberies kept up. It settled down for a little while in uh, December 1869. Till December 1869, two men entered the Davies County Bank in Gallatin. The bank clerk was Captain John Sheets, who was with the militia. One of the men said that he had caused the death of his brother, Bill Anderson, and shot him. Uh, Then shot at another clerk who ran out and alerted the town. Uh, They escaped the town without pursuit, but one of the townsfolk recognized the man who shot Cheats as Jesse James. Well, that and Jesse James also had to end up uh, getting on the other horse because he got kind of... I don't know if he failed to get on his or something, but apparently he got drugged a little bit by the stirrup while trying to escape, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. So why he claimed to be Jim Anderson was another thing. Who knows? But Jim Anderson was actually killed in Texas by Dave Poole's brother over an argument over some bullshit. Yeah, because the guys that just robbed the shit was not just Jesse. It was Frank and Jesse. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So before then, whether Frank and Jesse James robbed any banks were unknown, but between 1870 and 1876, with Bob and Cole Younger, who also rode with Contrail, um, they did rob a whole bunch. September 1876, the Northfield bank robbery in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Left the Younger brothers dead, but Frank and Jesse escaped. That's like my favorite bank robbery. That's like the funniest bank robbery ever. Because it's like the younger James. We'll have to do a whole episode on the James and Youngers anyway. But like, just the Northfield one is the one where, oh, we've been robbing shit so long, we're so good at this. They go in to try to rob the bank, and the town's just like, fuck no, and just start <laughs> sh- shooting the piss out of everyone, <laughs> just fucking like dropping heat, you know. But yeah, uh, April third, eighteen eighty two. Gang member Bob Ford shoots Jesse in the back of the head while he was straightening a pitcher. He was 34. So remember, he was 16 when he joined the uh, Bill Anderson's group. So he spent half of his life being an outlaw and bushwhacker. Uh, Frank surrenders after that. He was acquitted by sympathetic jurors and traded in on his celebrity for the rest of his life, charging 50 cents to tour his home. Yep. They actually kind of allude to that in um, at least the uh, remake of, uh, well, it's not even so much that, uh, like that part, but uh, basically the fact that Frank's kind of a sellout uh, at the end of like the the Coen Brothers True Grit, 
it's like fucking Frank James is like one of the guys that she goes to talk to at the end. And he's just like sitting there and she's like, keep your seat, trash. Hi, Uncle Younger. This is Mr. James. It grieves me to tell you that you have missed Rooster. He passed away three days ago when the show was in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Buried him there in the Confederate Cemetery. Reuben had a complaint what he referred to as night hoss, and I believe the warm weather was too much for him. We had some lively times. What was the nature of your acquaintance? I knew the marshal long ago. We too had lively times. Thank you, Mr. Younger. Keep your seat, trash. Basically, some people kind of blamed him for letting Jesse get shot and like stuff like that. Mm. But like, like I was saying, Jesse wasn't exactly uh, the Robin Hood cool guy. He's made out to be either. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Another 20, 30 years, you have all the other cool bank robbers like Dillinger and Machine Gun Kelly and all that good stuff. That's what I got. That's what she got. Damn. So, yeah, Bloody Bill Anderson, what a piece of shit. We're a real piece of shit. Um, so, it sounds like these guys, so they, they were doing their fucking bullshit during the Civil War, right? Like yes. Civil War's happening around them, and they're they're like... Around you know, them, but most you know most of the main shit was off to the east a ways. Sure. You know, there, I but, mean, there was pl plenty of, as you can see, there's plenty of bodies dropping and stuff, but it's, you know, like Gettysburg and all that shit was a ways, quite a ways away, so... yeah. So instead of going and fighting and shit like that, they're just like robbing towns and yeah, killing I mean, it's, people it's, on leave. And it sounds like they were just uh, de facto uh, Confederate sympathizers. They weren't super into it. They're like, yeah, whatever. They're fucking whatever they want to do their thing. But we're we're Southern boys. And then they just saw chaos going on. So they're like, fuck it. Let's go rape and murder as many people as we want because nobody gives a fuck and it's hard to catch us because everybody's there's into something. There's a degree of... There's a degree of that. There's also some shit. Like I said, they they grew up, or at least uh, Anderson did. You know, like I said Quantrill didn't get there until later. But kind of grew up watching the the bleeding Kansas shit happening. So I'm yeah. sure it probably lost some relatives, or like you know, been fucked with by some Jayhawkers, or you know, sure, there's sure. a lot of bad blood anyway. Well, well and being, and a, so being they, around they, that as a kid, that's that's fucking PTSD to the max. As you know, like right. kind of trains you to to be non sympathetic to really anybody. Well, and especially after his sister got uh, killed in that building like falling on her, yeah. it, it just be, everything became revenge, and you yeah. could, he, he would justify absolutely anything he did as revenge. Yeah, you know, and that's not how revenge works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, he's still like him and Quantrill in some parts of the country are still kind of held up as these, and of course Jesse James as these uh, like kind of like folk hero. Kind of stuff like, oh, they were just fighting the the northern aggressors and like all this shit. It's like, oh, really? You know, just no. look, they were just looking for an excuse to cut people's noses off and cut their dicks uh, off and, and rape people and rape, rape yeah. fucking twelve year olds and shit. Yeah. Well, and we'll we'll miss the part where after they raped the twelve year old and after they uh, trampled the guy and did all that shit, they still went back and raped also some more of the servants. God in the house, it. so yeah, it's not, you know, uh, it's that mythos that builds up like, well, no, what better way to say it like whitewashing history, yeah, you know, totally. like 
Oh, these guys were just fighting for their land and their state's rights. It's like, no, fuck you. Fuck no. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's not. Uh. <laughs> Your right to take but, away uh, other people's rights. That... Yeah. But also, uh, if you're familiar, like, it's actually probably my favorite Clint Eastwood movie, Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's somewhat linked into that. Like, he supposedly uh, rode with Bloody Bill. I think do they even have? I think they have Bloody Bill somewhat represented in the show, but it's while they're like supposedly surrendering, and then they all get shot with a Gatling gun from under that wagon, which of course didn't happen. I, th- I think <laughs> they have that, but they're constantly playing the whole movie right now. <laughs> yeah, but or you just play all the parts with Chief Dan George, which he's American treasure. Oh yeah, I'm an Indian, all right. But here in the nation, they call us the civilized tribe. They call us civilized because we're easy to sneak up on. White men have been sneaking up on us for years. Cherokee, huh? Yeah. They sneaked up on us and they told us we wouldn't be happy here. They said we would be happier in the nations. So they took away our land and sent us here. I have a fine woman and two sons, but they all died on the trail of tears. And now the white man is sneaking up on me. Again. He's like the same guy uh, from like uh, Little Big Man. Like uh, old Lodgekins, same oh, actor yeah, yeah, that yeah. portrays him. He's um, Lone Lottie in uh, in uh, Outlaw Josie Wales, and he has some of the best like lines. Like he's like, you know, you know, I fought for the Confederacy too, and like I never surrendered. They caught my horse, they made him surrender. He's pulling a wagon up in Kansas somewhere now. <laughs> you know, like, sweet. But yeah, well, but yeah, thanks guys. I hate it. Yeah. Yep. That's what we aim for. Yeah. It was getting it was getting a little too uh, like upbeat ish. <laughs> well, not really. No. <laughs> I guess you know last week with our with the African American cowboys. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. That was most mostly pretty, if not like up completely uplifting. Like at least not. Hey, these people are not horrific monsters. Yay. You know. They had interesting and somewhat cool lives, you know. But now we have to drag you back down in the shit. So. Well, thanks. Appreciate and it. And of, of, of course, like I said, we're going to have to do the, the James Younger gang at some point because, I mean, they're probably the most famous bank robbers and train robbers of all time. But I. I- I do, I do like this kind of shit where it's uh, kind of myth-busting, the, the folk heroes, yeah. like you're saying. So, yeah. Well, that's kind, of, that's kind of part of the reason we set out to do this whole fucking program in the first place, yeah. is that kind of shit. Fucking A. Um, they did actually do a, it's, it's kind of a slow burn, but they got the, uh, the whole, uh, what you were talking about, like Bob Ford killing Jesse James shit. They did that one with uh, Brad Pitt. It was like Jesse James and then Coward Bob Ford or something like that. Where Brad Pitt's like Jesse James, and it's, I mean, it's pretty historically accurate, I guess, but it's Excuse also me. got a lot of long, long, slow shit. No, oh, yeah. just, but I don't know, just the idea of like 
trying to rob these trains and shit like that. And, the, and like you said, that Centralia thing is, I think, the first record they have of Confederates at least robbing a train like that. Yeah. But as you see, the that Centralia one, it was going slow enough they could get it stopped and shit like that. Well, they stopped fucking around like that later on. They would just break the track and make the whole fucking engine derail. Yeah. You know, later on causing mass destruction and... I did. I did. I didn't know that they did the whole thing where they uh, just light the whole train on fire and send it off down the track. That sounds really responsible. Mm-hmm. But also, I kind of want to see it. It reminds me of the the, the crash at crash, crash, crash. The, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes! It's like the sideshow for that. But okay, anyway. fucking all right. Let's uh, let's get shot. All right. Hail. Let's, oh. uh, gunfire. Gunfire. Yeah.